0: This is the People Mentor podcast for managers and leaders wanting to thrive and grow and create a culture that incorporates kindness and compassion and builds a high performing team. Hi, I'm Nicola, the People Mentor. And in today's podcast, I want to explore how to increase productivity in your SME team to achieve the results you want. The podcast is dedicated to helping you as a team leader optimize the productivity of your small or medium-sized enterprise team. As a team leader and small employer, you are responsible for ensuring that your team is working effectively and efficiently to meet the goals and objectives of your business. However, with limited resources and a never-ending workload, it can be challenging to find the time and energy to focus on productivity improvement. I'm here to help you overcome those challenges and provide you with practical tips and strategies to help you streamline your processes, maximise your team's efficiency and achieve the results you want for your SME. Whether you're leading a remote team, a cross-functional team or a team of specialists, this podcast is for you. So what gets in the way of productivity? As a team leader, you will find there are numerous factors that get in the way of a productive team. Some of these issues include a lack of clear communication, poor time management, ineffective delegation and insufficient motivation. From my operational days, I would also add in a lack of reviewing work inputs and outputs and then problem solving. Without addressing these issues, your team may struggle to meet its goals and objectives leading to decreased morale and decreased job satisfaction. So where can you start to make improvements? Well, communication is key to a productive team. If your team members are not communicating effectively with each other, it can lead to misunderstandings, delays and a lack of clarity around expectations. And then if you as the team lead are not communicating clearly and frequently with your team, they may feel disconnected or unsure about what is expected of them. It's really crucial to ensure that all team members are communicating openly and regularly and that you are providing clear guidance and feedback to keep everybody on the same page. Time management can be another stumbling block. If team members are not managing their time effectively, they may struggle to meet deadlines or prioritise their tasks appropriately. If there is a lack of structure around meetings or project timelines, it can lead to confusion and inefficiency. To overcome this, it's essential to set clear deadlines and expectations, prioritise tasks and implement effective time management strategies to ensure that everyone is working efficiently towards a common goal. As operational lead, I remember a conversation with my team members where they shared they were unclear on priority order for the work. Some work had to be turned around within 5 days, others 10 days, some were 15 days turnaround and some even longer to meet the customer targets. It often felt like it was competing priorities and as a result targets were being missed. I sat down with my team of managers and discussed the order of priority, ensuring they were clear in theirs before taking the message out to the teams. I also implemented a handout showing what the priority list was. This soon stopped people concentrating on the wrong work and helped us get back on track. So are your teams clear on what their priorities are? Ineffective delegation can be a problem, or even no delegation. Effective delegation is a crucial component of productivity in any business or organisation. Delegation is the process of assigning tasks and responsibilities to other team members or employees, allowing you as a team leader to focus on more strategic or high-level tasks. Effective delegation involves selecting the right task to delegate, choosing the right person for the job, and providing clear expectations and guidelines for completing the task. Delegation can help to distribute the workload, foster a sense of empowerment and ownership among team members and promote collaboration and cross-functional learning. Effective delegation is important for several reasons. Firstly, it allows team members to develop new skills and gain valuable experience which can boost their confidence and job satisfaction. Delegation can also improve productivity and efficiency by allowing team members to focus on their strengths, and complete tasks more quickly and effectively. Also, delegation can promote teamwork and collaboration as team members work together to achieve common goals and support each other in completing assigned tasks. Overall, effective delegation is an essential tool for any team leader looking to increase productivity and to promote a positive collaborative work environment. If you want to explore more on delegating, then pop to episode 11 in series 2 of my podcast. A question I will leave you with is, what if you suddenly had to have some time off? Who would cover your responsibilities then? Motivation is another essential part of productivity. As a team leader, It's essential to understand the different types of motivation and how they can impact your team's performance. Motivation can be broken down into two categories, extrinsic and intrinsic. Extrinsic motivators include external factors such as pay, benefits, bonus and recognition. Intrinsic motivators come from within and include factors such as autonomy, mastery and purpose. It's also important to consider the hygiene factors, which are elements that, if absent, can demotivate employees as well. Hygiene factors include things like adequate compensation, safe working conditions and job security. While these factors may not necessarily motivate employees on their own, their absence can lead to dissatisfaction and reduced motivation. Motivation has a significant impact on productivity. When employees are motivated, they're more likely to be engaged and focused on their work, resulting in higher quality output and faster completion times. On the other hand, low motivation can lead to decreased performance, lower quality work and increased absenteeism or turnover. By understanding what motivates your team members, you can create a work environment that fosters motivation and encourages high performance. As a team leader, it's important to consider both extrinsic and intrinsic motivators when developing strategies to motivate your team. While extrinsic motivators can be effective in the short term, they may not be sustainable over the longer term. Intrinsic motivators, such as providing opportunities for learning and growth, can create a sense of purpose and fulfillment that drives that motivation and productivity over time. So, by combining extrinsic and intrinsic motivators and addressing the hygiene factors as well, you can create a work environment that provides and promotes High motivation and productivity, leading to better results for your SME team. Again, you can listen more on motivation at episode 117 in series one of my podcast. And another thing that I often think gets missed, understand the work coming in and identify trends for planning. As a manager, it's crucial to have a clear understanding of the type and volume of work that is coming in as well as any pattern or trends that may emerge over time. By identifying those trends, you can better prepare for upcoming workloads and adjust your processes and priorities accordingly. If your team then see you are up to speed and that you challenge what is happening, it means there is no slacking off. The biggest mistake I see with businesses is that they don't understand the time it takes to achieve the outcome. Then they can't plan and adjust as needed now you may well feel this is big brother but it is good practice to time the work processes and get the average time it helps you spot where there are issues and allows you then to have discussions with the team what you don't do is go charging in like a bull in a china shop what you do do is ask lots of open-ended questions to establish what is sitting behind any significant differences between what is expected and what is actually happening I recall a time when I saw post-inquiries significantly rise in one area. Because I monitored the trends, I picked it up very quickly. Added to this, the team was struggling to keep on top of the work. Taking some time out to explore what the inquiries were, sitting with the team and discussing it, it soon became clear we had a major headache and it had reputational damage written all over it. Realising the impact, I took it to the overall senior lead and that resulted in a new system and processes to negate the effects. If I hadn't monitored and explored it, it would have left the business in a serious predicament. Another use of identifying trends with your type and volume of work coming in means you can better anticipate busy periods and allocate your time and resources accordingly, avoiding burnout Or miss deadlines. Every year we'd have a peak period and we'd go out to known customers to try and get some of the work in earlier so we could have it ready for them when they needed it. It saved them waiting for weeks after the start date and meant everyone was happy. My question to you as a SME is do you look at the trends in your business and do you know the average time for each of your team's tasks? It's so easy to get stuck into doing what we've always done in our businesses. That's when you can get caught out and in a situation where your business is going down the pan because you didn't do anything. So here's a few ideas to help you continually improve. The first one is review each job role. So take some time out to review each job in the team. Do you still need to do this job? Can it be done more efficiently? Does the job match with the person's strengths and abilities? And is training needed to improve effectiveness? Next, look at what management information is being collected. Are you using the data collected? If not, do you need to or could this data collection actually be stopped? If you regularly issue reports but you're convinced they're not being read, produce the report and hold on to it. If no one raises they've not had it, then it's likely that report isn't needed. Next, review your work processes. Is there a better way of working? Is there any automation that could be brought in? And do you need all the steps in the process? Lastly, look at responsibilities. When people are unclear on responsibilities, you find people stepping on each other's toes and time gets wasted with work often being duplicated Another thing you will see is people not making decisions because they are unclear on their responsibilities. Again, this slows the business down and reduces productivity. Finally, I want to end by talking about Mayo and the Hawthorne Experiments. The Hawthorne Experiments conducted by social psychologist Elton Mayo in the 1920s and 30s were a series of studies that explored the relationship between productivity and work conditions. The experiments took place at the Hawthorne Works factory of Western Electric, where Mayo and his team observed how changes in lighting, rest periods, and other working conditions affected employee productivity. The experiments revealed that productivity was not affected by working conditions, whether those conditions improved or worsened. Mayo's findings challenged a prevailing belief at the time that productivity was solely determined by individual ability and work conditions instead Mayer's research showed that social and psychological factors played a crucial role in employee productivity in particular a sense of belonging from my perspective belonging is a key player in a happy and productive team if you don't feel you belong you dread going into work and as a result your heart and soul aren't in the job it's important you create a culture of belonging and you can read more about this on the People Mentor website at www.thepeoplementor.co.uk. How to create a sense of belonging in the workplace. His work led to a greater emphasis on the importance of human relations in the workplace, highlighting the importance of treating employees as individuals and creating a supportive work environment. Some final thoughts. Before I finish, increasing productivity in your SME team is a multifaceted process that requires attention to various factors including communication, time management, delegation, motivation and understanding of work processes. Implementing the strategies and tips outlined, you can improve your team's efficiency, foster collaboration and achieve your desired results. Keep in mind that productivity is not a one-time fix but an ongoing process that requires consistent effort and attention. By continually seeking opportunities for improvement and fostering a positive and supportive work environment, you can drive productivity and achieve success. Do you need help? If you're a manager looking to take your productivity and leadership skills to the next level, then check out the Managers Academy at www.thepeoplementor.co.uk This online training program is designed specifically for SME team leaders and provides comprehensive training and support to help you become a more effective and productive manager. It covers a wide range of topics including leadership, communication, delegation, culture, conflict and much more. And by enrolling in the Managers Academy, you'll gain access to valuable resources, tools and insights that can help you drive productivity and achieve success in your SME business. Well, that's it for today. I hope you found this useful. This is the People Mentor signing off until next time. Thank you for listening take care thank you for listening to the people mentor podcast if you are a new or accidental manager pop along to www.thepeoplementor.co.uk to find out more about the managers academy which is there to help you thrive and grow and create the enhanced careers success that you want and build that great performing team you'd need